Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Oh. It's soothing, isn't it? The, mm. the, hoot, the hoot. Is it a hoot? Well, it's nature reclaiming the world now, isn't it? There's probably owls outside your window right now because of, because of quarantine. All the great big owls are thriving in this uh, oh. lockdown state, aren't they? Yeah, well, because of the business model of doing a daily podcast. Yeah, yes, yes, and the nature, aforementioned nature thing in the barns. And so it's a real double header. It's a, it's a metaphor, Tom, that works on almost every level, I'd say. It really does. We saw an owl. We were in, um, we used to go on holidays. Do you remember when you go on holidays and you get everything in a car and you drive off somewhere? Do you remember those? Sorry, let's see, hang on. Oh, leaving. Oh, oh, you leave the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go out and you don't get arrested for being out for an unnecessary reason. And uh, we were in Cornwall and we were coming around the corner at night, coming back from a friend's house, and my wife said, Stop the car, stop! And I was like, Jesus Christ. And she, there's an owl. And there was a barn owl sitting. There's an owl, barn owl sitting on a lamp. And and the kids woke up because she had screamed. And we all sat in the car in complete silence and looked at the barn owl for like, <laughs> I swear to God, Dave, not even joking. Probably near enough ten minutes. No one spoke. They're, they're magical creatures. I genuinely think that an entire family looking at an owl feels much more like a lockdown activity. Yeah, yeah. Than it does a sort of real life one. Someone goes past. Excuse me. Uh, excuse me. So why why have you stopped your car? We're just looking at the owl. Just, just at the owl. owl spotting. It was beautiful. They're beautiful creatures. Wonderful creatures. Yeah, they're great, aren't they? Yes, indeed. Um, yes. There you go. Welcome to episode of Cabin Fever. I think it's eight now. Uh, it is eight. We'll soon have to stop saying the number because I'll be honest, it's meaningless to me. So it's definitely meaningless to a listener. I can't believe we've got this far. That for me is the greatest achievement that I've got underway so far. That this, that this country has achieved. Yeah. In yeah. the last fortnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the Great Big Owl Isolation Podcast. Here we are in our own homes. Dave Cribb speaking. Tom Price on the line at the other end. How are you? Uh, very well, thank you. Yeah, feeling good. And my son's got a bit of a temperature. Uh, but what we've done is we've told him he hasn't got one, and now he's feeling better. So that is the power of parental placebo, right there. That's very good. Isn't it? Yeah, it's worked pretty well. He's like, oh yeah, maybe I don't have a uh, temperature. Um, so slightly nervous about that, I'll be honest, because even though touch words, I'm holding my wood, Dave, and that is not a disgusting oh, that's thing. That's not what this podcast is, Tom. Oh, I mean, I'm touching the wood. I'm, I'm oh, Dave, don't, I don't, let's not make my hoping my child is safe into a sexual euphemism. It's not. There's no need to innuendoize that, Dave. No, you're absolutely right. But I argue you did it first. I just had a terrible trip to the shops that's not an innuendo either um i got sent out to buy a load of meat from the butchers and uh to get some other bits as well and i had to go and buy in fact go and buy a thermometer from the chemist and it, it does feel you know it does feel like going out in you know um like easter berlin or something there's a few people walking everyone's looking very suspiciously at each other there's lots of space between you big queues outside the shops and uh the shop dave you're not going to believe this absolutely 100 percent shut so I had to come ah. home, and it really, uh, it's really bothered me. I feel that masculine need to go out and, you know, hunt and gather. And I came back, and all I bought was a packet of pot of um of not pot noodles. What are the crisps that you like? 
Monster Munch. Pop chip. Oh, Monster, Monster Munch. <laughs> I came back. All I came back with was a, was a packet of Monster Munch, which I bought for something else I'm doing later on this evening. I'm doing a podcast about food. And so my wife was like, I sent you out to get vital meat protein for our family and a thermometer to see if your child is ill or not. And you've bought a packet of Monster Munch. Not just a packet of Monster Munch, though. You've really 21st century middle-class white man to this. You've bought back a packet of Monster Munch for a podcast. For a podcast and do it, yeah. Not even to <laughs> yeah. feed your family. No, no, ironic Monster Munch. Yeah, exactly, yeah. There's, they're, they're sort of meta Monster Munch, because I'm going to talk about Monster <laughs> Munch. Uh, they're pickled onion, and of course I've got a grab bag, but I'm still not sharing them with my kids. The best flavour and size of bag. Thank you. Your Monster Munch approval means lots to me, because I know you're a massive Monster Munch fanatic, so thanks, Dave. You've hit all the right notes there. Thank you. Um, what is the podcast, by the way? Just out of interest? Oh, Jess Foster does it doesn't she it's called hoovering oh, very, oh you've been right on hoovering that's quite an accolade is it days. is it yeah i think so yeah is it uh, no, if I'm doing it, I don't think it is, Dave. No. No, I was going to say maybe the rules have changed I in quarantine. Eh? Yeah, exactly. Quarantine <laughs> desperation's clearly got to her. Um, no, no. I, yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm very, I didn't realise that. Now I'm nervous now, Dave. Hang on. Hang very on. Whoa, good whoa, whoa, podcast. Whoa. Very nice. He hasn't got an audience, has it? The, there are actual humans that listen. Oh, to it. fuck that! Fuck yeah. that! Make sure you plug this one on it. All right. Oh, mate, I'm plugging this left, right, and centre. I've told my wife about it. I've told my kids about it. Everyone's listening. <laughs> Tell the guy at the shop about it. Let me in. Um, so that's, but that's, I mean, that's really, you know, in, in terms of content, the producer Steve said just before, you've got content, right, guys? And I was like, yeah, I've got content. I've got a story about going to a shut shop. Um, Dave, give me some content. Otherwise, we're going to have to cancel this. Uh, we, had a, we had a nice tweet from, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what her real name is, actually. It's one of those confusing Twitter names where both the name and the handle are clearly not a real name. Oh, yeah. Uh, some sort of nickname. But anyway. Uh, she says, have you discussed that every fucker is making banana bread? Chrissy Teigen started it. Tanita Tickerham did it yesterday. Once you spot it, it's everywhere. It's like bloody first day at school photos. Mm. Um, do you know what? This is one of those observational comedy moments where I, I bloody have spotted it. Everyone is making banana bread. Well, it's because there's a lot of there's a lot of bananas in the world, Dave, and um, they they rot. So everyone's trying to do the most efficient thing they possibly can with the excess bananas. And the best thing you can do is get those rotten bananas, jam them into a, a, a cake scenario. Can I tell you what I did with my four uh, softened bananas last night? Did you? Uh, did you? That's mash, not the Did you mash them into a paste and smear them on yourself and say, "Come here, doggy, come here, pooch." No, here's a here's a, a really good top tip, and it might be it's one worth trying for your children. Actually, I don't know when this podcast became uh, how to get kids to eat healthily with Dave and Tom, but works for me. Two words for you: frozen bananas. Shit off. Right, so here's the thing. The banana's going off. It's getting a bit soft. It's brown on the outside, but actually you open it and it's just soft. It's not off. Yeah. Wrap it in a bit of cling film, chuck it in the freezer. What you've got there is basically a banana-flavoured ice lolly, and it's the greatest thing in the world. You fucking slut. Freeze your old bananas, lads. So, so freeze old bananas and then so when you eat it now tell me about the texture what am i dealing with because what my worry is it's very icy and it's a bit crunchy it's what? akin to what are those things called the um mini milks do you remember the mini milks yes yes it's akin to a banana mini milk that's what i'd say it's sort of that slightly sort of you don't you sort of chew into it almost you know hmm. um but it's honestly it's absolutely great wow okay well we can add that to my list of things that are surprisingly nice when frozen well what else is on the list what a, what a feature. Uh, bread. Well, you would t- you'd get your bread, because we ordered excess bread by mistake. It's not by mistake at all. My wife was stockpiling, but she's too ashamed to admit it. Um, and so you get your excess <laughs> get your excess loaf of bread and, you, you, you know, a, a, a slice at a time, pop it in the toaster, and you've got, you've got standard toast, but uh, to the unknowing uh, uh, eater of the toast, they don't realise that was actually frozen bread a few minutes before. It's incredible. Uh, yeah. yeah, the frozen bread to toast transformation 
it skips a whole level of, uh, of physics. Freezing banana. I tell you what I did used to have when I was at school. Um, I used to have a, 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 the tuck shop. Mrs. Paul, Mrs. P was in charge of the tuck shop. She was lovely, Mrs. P. I used to get nice spicy knickknacks and a biscuit boost, please, Mrs. P. And uh, she used to do a frozen Mars bar, Dave. Ah, oh, yeah. You ever, have you ever had a frozen Mars bar? I don't think I have, but I can oh, imagine yeah, it. I know exactly yeah, what it's going to taste yeah, like, yeah, but it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Really terrible for your teeth, terrible for your weight, and therefore chances of um, copulating with any members of the opposite sex. But or indeed same sex. But wonderful, wonderful things to eat. They sort of the the caramel just becomes. Oh, I can't even. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Really, incredible. cabin fever's top tip today: freeze stuff and and make some. So banana bread is that what it is? Because Beth made banana cakes, or maybe they were banana. Maybe it was banana. Oh, I bread. think it's the same thing, isn't it? Banana bread, banana cakes. I think banana bread is the sort of thing that middle class people call a banana cake when they don't want to admit they're just making a cake and eating it. So is the answer to this that we continue to make banana bread, but we don't tout it out there on the social media? We keep it to ourselves. We stay private. I think that's exactly it. There was an. Uh, did you see the Chrissy Teigen John Legend thing? By the way, no, no, of course not. Absolutely not. So it was. It was. It's really worth a little watch. Um, I think she tweeted something like, uh, "Has anyone got any romaine lettuce? Will exchange. Will bake banana bread in exchange for." And then uh, her and John Legend and uh, there was an American comedian whose name escapes me. Yeah. And I think his partner, they responded and had three what looked like quite old heads of romaine lettuce in a bag. Right. But uh, they ended up doing a, a sort of social distancing exchange where they went and met up in a car park. Wow. John Legend put the banana bread on uh, his kid's like toy car, yeah. pushed it across the car park. Amazing. <laughs> and they did like a hostage exchange with banana bread and a quite ropey looking <laughs> bag of romaine lettuce, which the legends apparently wanted. The legends. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you were married to John Legend, you'd be called the legends. The legends you, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my, so, okay. So like a sort of Bridge of Spies moment where they handed over the goods and then they made, oh, that's nice. Okay. Many things to take away from this opening, I think. Free yeah. stuff, banana bread, bake it, but don't flaunt it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen want romaine lettuce. So if you've got any... And you're in their neighbourhood, mm-hmm. pop it over. Okay, it's guest time. Uh, Tom absolutely pulled it out of the bag today. We've yes. got a bloody Blue Peter presenter on. What? Uh, she, oh, I mean, she's, she's, oh. she is a professional live television presenter, but she doesn't know when to wait for her cue to <laughs> speak. Sorry, do that bit again. No, no, absolutely we won't do it again, Lindsay. This is like live television and it will all stay in. Is this what happens on Blue Peter when you have people on and you start to introduce them and they just go, oi, oi. No, but it always does go wrong on live telly. So, so far, so good. Uh, Lindsay Russell, welcome to Cabin Fever. Thanks so much. Thanks for following me as well on Twitter. I appreciate that. Yeah, we just gave you a little follow just to help your numbers. Give them a little boost there, Lindsay. Um, So you're welcome. Thanks for following us back. We've now got, Dave, three followers. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, team. We should really follow our own show, Dave, to be fair. It's quite rude. Dave does. Dave follows it. Hello. Oops, okay. I should follow it then. Fine. Okay, Um, Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us. It's very exciting that you're here. Thank you. Well, it's given me something to do. Yes. That's that's it in a nutshell, Dave. That's what we're trying to do, isn't it? <laughs> that is literally the podcast, isn't it? Something to do for bored idiots. Yeah. Normally I wouldn't go, you know, go on a podcast or go and go into work and go, oh, lads, thanks for giving me something to do today. But um, <laughs> I guess that's the times we're living in, isn't it? Rules are out the window, aren't they? How's your isolation? T- talk us through your situation. What's happening? Should I be honest or? Oh, yeah. Well, you can fabricate a whole I... life if you like. I'm not loving it, lads. We're a week in. I've threatened to leave my family twice. 
And yeah, I'm just, I'm not, there's little bits of it that I'm loving. For example, my brothers and I have set up um, an incredible dart board in the garage. And then we've put like a rug on the floor, fairy lights. We've got this app going where it kind of records how well we're doing. It's great. So that bit I'm loving because we're all working towards hopefully going pro and getting to Alexandra Palace by December. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of time to work on your skills, isn't it? I mean, it's a Blue Peter feature right there. It's perfect. I know. And I'm actually not joking. I'm deadly serious. I want to end up in Ali Pali. (laughs) Don't we all? Um, (laughs) I think think that is eminently achievable. It's just whether you can professionally play darts there. Yeah, I mean, we can get to Ali Pali. There's a train line. Sure. No, I want to be up on stage. I can't think of a name, though. Like, I need to be... uh, Lynn's you know, like the problem maker, Russell uh, or something. Lins, Lins, put your dreams in the bins, Russell, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, know. that's nice. I can come back to you on with more if you like. <laughs> no, I like that. If bins has a Z on the end, quite quite cool. Yeah. yeah, the bins must have a Z on the end. I think that's crucial to the nickname. Yeah. So yeah, that bit of isolation I'm loving because my brothers and I are getting quite creative. And also I've realised I do actually really love my brothers. They're pretty great. They're quite good fun. The bit that I'm not loving is just having no space. Like every room I go into, I'm followed. Every time I put a cup down, it's moved. If I leave a laptop somewhere, it's just like, you know, thrown out the window because it got in someone's <laughs> way. <laughs> that bit's starting to grate. Uh, Lindsay, can I just say, having just looked on your Wikipedia, you could definitely go with, it's the Russell from Brussels. It's Lindsay Russell. Yes, I really could. I was born in Belgium. Such a good point. Okay, guys. My work here is fucking done. That is Can I just can I just drill down slightly into that? Have you never, Lindsay, in your twenty years of living, noticed that your surname rhymes with the city you were born in? I have, and when I was younger it was a big old joke in the playground. Right. Or like muscles was a good one because I have none. So that was always a funny joke. But I hadn't thought about it for a darts name. Well, Muscles from Brussels is taken in the non-darts world, but I don't think it's taken in the darts world at all. And let's be honest, who remembers Jean-Claude Van Damme? Nobody. Well, Maybe you say that, day. And his loved ones might remember him, but I mean, he's not dead. He's, to, be, to be clear, he's, abs- he's absolutely fine. He's not. And people that are fans of that Friends episode where he's in it. <laughs> Why do you bring Friends into everything? Because Dave? he's got a quiz he's doing on Friday. He wants to pimp out his quiz. Go we on, know. Dave. When's your quiz? Oh, God. Why are, you, why are you all acting like you won't join in the quiz? It's going to be a great quiz. Can I just say, actually, right, something that's really annoying me. you just said about joining in the quiz not that i don't want to join in your quiz but what i'm finding about isolation is no longer do we have an excuse not to do something with our friends yeah so if everyone's like this is what we're doing on friday you're like oh no i can't um, yes yes i i can't i don't want to do that yeah that's the problem (laughs) now now we have to drill down and just give them that excuse we had we had a uh, all the parents had a zoom party the other night but they wanted to have booze so we had a a zoom party right kill me now and i was like i said to my wife i was like can we just say don't want to not because i don't like those people i love all those people they're wicked but i just I, I we were watching the stranger on netflix i know but now we've got we can't even pretend oh i've got a friend's birthday or i'm at the pub or mm. there's there's no excuse so you're just expected to be there yeah. all the time for these well, here's, here's where here's where having different friendship circles lens helps i've found because i've just started peppering out the excuse oh i've actually got another scheduled house party at that time so uh you can just sort of pretend that the only other thing you do have on is a a sort of arranged video call with some other people that they don't know it's a very you know you don't know them they go to a different school but 
people tend yeah. to accept it, I think. So give that a whirl next time. A digital diary is what you need. The problem it? is with House Party, it really gives stuff away, as you found out the other day, Dave, when oh, yeah. I was on. <laughs> oh, yeah, go on. <laughs> Do you want to, yeah, I mean, would you like to tell the story? No, you can tell the story, Dave. <laughs> It just, I mean, if, if you're not familiar with how house, are you on house party, Tom? Is this a, a parent <laughs> thing or is it? Uh... Dave, of course I'm on, a, I'm on house party for my kids. Yeah, they all go on yeah. house party. Yeah. I am. But yeah, but when you obviously, when you're on the main, the main screen, it says not only the name of your friend who's, who's on, but also <laughs> who, who they're currently potentially video chatting to. And I, all I'll say is I saw Lindsay's name. I saw another name and I thought, do you know what? I don't want to just drop into that house party oh, come because on. I don't know what might be going on. Who's the other name? It's a boy. <laughs> and that is, a boy. As, that is as PG as we can take it. Wh- but what? you know who did drop into that call? Who? Both my brothers downstairs <laughs> thought it'd be funny. It is funny. And thank God we were just playing. Um, oh, quick, finish the sentence, Lynn. Heads up. We were just <laughs> playing, yeah. yes, we were playing the drawing game that you can play on House Party. Thank God. Right, but both my yeah. brothers just thought it'd be hilarious. They were downstairs with beers, playing darts as usual, and they just dropped in like, da, 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 thinking it was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God, you know. Oh my God. We should have locked that room. Oh, can you lock a can you lock a room? Oh, right, okay. Yes. And this is a real key to house party, especially if you want to engage in any, any sort of uh, you know activities you wouldn't want broadcast. Is immediately when you log on, you lock the room at the bottom because then even when you're just on your own, it's locked. Because there's a real danger that people can just oh, drop I didn't into you. Know. Like there's a real danger people could just drop into you on the fucking toilet for God's sake. So, like if you're just browsing your phone. It's a real danger mine, isn't it? It's awful. My friend Ashley dropped in on me the other day and I had no eyebrows on. Hadn't put my eyebrows on yet. He didn't. He thought he'd called the wrong number. He's like, who are you? Why are you in a sitcom from the 90s? <laughs> I saw some... I was working with someone and we had, we went uh, travelling for a week in New Zealand, right? And she was my producer. I was lucky enough. She was a brilliant producer. And uh, several times we had to leave at five o'clock in the morning. On the second day, she had no eyebrows on. And because we got up so early, she was just sort of being bundled into a van taken to the next bit and i found it incredibly hard it was like she just suddenly appeared with a different face it really i mean they frame a face unbelievable So when they're not there they yeah. really do change things and if you're like me and many other girls who overplucked in the late 90s early 2000s yeah you've got to draw those bad boys on every morning oh is that right so okay yeah or fill them in we don't draw them on anymore the thing is, there's all there's different types of like you've got brown mascara now, you've got all of that. So if right. you don't have that on, right. you do look well. Oh, I look dead. So is it over pluckage from the '90s that you're you're blaming? So you you mined the hair and it's all got it hasn't grown back now. Exactly. The '90s, you just wanted one straight line. Right. That's all you were looking for. So so the '90s are responsible for a lack of eyebrow hair and the All Saints. That is the, the greatest crimes committed in the 90s. Debate. Discuss. Yeah. Do you know what? I now want to Google what the All Saints, what their eyebrows look like. What was their eyebrow policy? That's a great show. I go All, all Saints. Saints. If you just Google All Saints 90s, then you get a really good look at their eyebrows. And they were thinner. They weren't the worst. Do you know what? This bloody episode has turned into an absolute... It's like the bloody one show. We did healthy eating just before Lindsay came on. Now with fashion, mm. like what is going on? Why have we turned into some sort of magazine we're, we're show? We're a magazine show, David, because that shows you that the, the concept of a magazine show was born out of scraping the barrel and just trying to say any old shit that comes out your mouth. That's how the one show was born. And now we're accidentally <laughs> doing it ourselves. 
Speaking of just dropping into random house parties, by the way, have you heard about this trend of people um, just guessing pin numbers on Zoom calls and joining them? Oh, wow. Because, you know, a, a Zoom call is just basically a number. So people are just uh, sort of like cold dialing, I guess it's the equivalent of that, uh, joining these Zoom meetings and just like streaming porn into them. That's That's Ooh. basically what people are doing at the moment. Why is nothing ever just pure and simple? Like All Saints. Yeah. Wait. No, All Saints did um, All Saints did Pure Shores, didn't they? Pure Shores, yeah, but Pure yeah, and Simple. Yeah, but here's so. they were Pure and Simple going to be there. That is what my brain did actually, Tom. You're right. It, said, it heard Pure Shores and it all got muddled. Your brain did something of worth, Dave. That's the important thing to take from Yes, me. exactly. We've, but all, we've all remembered Hearsay now, which is a wonderful, a wonderful time. It reminds me of the popping in thing. It would be, what would be great would be to have a sort of house party if you were famous, right? And you could just appear on people's house parties. So you could just jump in. And obviously, I know that's, we're talking about Zoom, but it'd be great to do that, right? Because yeah. I was, uh, a friend of mine was once producing Rick Astley when he used to have a show on the radio, okay? And they went for their Christmas party and they went, um, to a karaoke place and it was a booth based karaoke place like they all are really it's like 10 different booths and Rick Astley turns up and they went sorry we haven't got any space We've, you've not booked a space you can't come in so Rick Astley was like alright no problem no bother so he goes into the first booth right and opens the booth and, and my friend was outside and she just heard this massive scream right and then seconds later he starts singing never gonna give you up right wow <laughs> three minutes later he comes out goes that's one goes into the next booth <laughs> massive scream sings the song comes out three minutes later that's two did all ten he did all fucking ten <laughs> what can you imagine being at karaoke and Rick Astley walks in and goes do you want me to sing my number one hit I, I think I do Richard yes I think I would like that that's unbelievable it, it would have been cooler if he had more hits so he could do a different <laughs> hit in each never gonna give you up for like the eighth time it's just that's a bit bleak yeah for yeah. Rick but then that's his life isn't it I mean exactly in a nutshell that's his life yeah yeah, he's no Chesney Hawks. What other hits does Rick have? Not to be rude. No, 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 it's not rude at all. No, 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 we, we played one of his, he had a new song a couple of years ago. About two years ago, he had a new album. New out. song? Come yeah, on, Yeah, no, but, and it was really good, and we played it on Magic. We did, it was good. Sorry. I'm, oh, hang on, so, sorry, so so Magic, the radio station that Rick Astley is employed on, played Rick Astley's new music. Wow. I would say he wasn't actually at the time employed on the station he was he'd finished his show by that stage it was a, i'm listen listen i'm not here to defend anyone or or or, or suck any corporate cock but magic if you're listening uh the rick ashley song was genuinely great he's got another one called angels on my side yeah i'm just doing some scanning here yeah he records them in his garage oh no he called his album 50 yeah because he was 50 he was following in adele's footsteps now he's, he's preempted adele for when she gets to 50 adele 21's a little bit cooler than rick 50 isn't it <laughs> rick 50 rick 50 sounds like a password doesn't it <laughs> do you know how the uh, do you know how never gonna give you up was written would you would you like to uh, oh my gosh no what do you mean how it was written so him and Pete Waterman were uh, were having a meeting, right, working out some songs to sing, because Pete Waterman had spotted Rick on the uh, the club circuit up north. And uh, they were walking down some stairs outside uh, Pete Waterman's house afterwards to go out for a drink. And uh, Pete Waterman got a, a call on his uh, enormous mobile phone, because this is probably happening in like 1902 or something. And um, it, was a, it was a girl, right, that Pete Waterman was having a, a fling with. Um, oh. Yeah. And uh, he went, oh, I've just got to take this. And Rick Astley turned to Pete Waterman and went, oh, you're never going to give her up, are you? And then Pete Watson went, oh, never going to... Yeah, and that's how the song was. 
Wow. You are, guys. Are you sure? Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> I, read, I, I know this for a fact. I heard it from the, I heard it from the horse. Because I feel like you, you can just apply that. You could be like, oh, and the Spice Girls were walking down the street and they said, <laughs> I'm just going to pop into Starbucks. And then Mel said, goodbye, my friend. And they thought, hang on. Goodbye, my friend. Because Mel was going, they bought a sick of cigar. No, this is, this is absolutely <laughs> true. It, it, that's what happened because he went, you're never going to give her up. And Peter Walton went, oh, never going to give her up. I like that. There's a similar story just to launch ourselves back into the 21st century uh, around the musical Hamilton um, which uh, fact fans will notice I'm now have now brought up both my interests of friends and musicals mm-hmm. um, but the, the the you've both seen Hamilton as I'm aware yes but the King the King George song da 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 yep you'll be back that came when uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda was having a drink with a friend and was like oh you know writing this musical blah 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 um it's and you know i'm writing this song about who king george giving up uh you know when they declared independence and his friend went <laughs> uh, you'll be back and lynn went oh that's a good title for a song who came up with the title is a quick quiz question who came up with that title who was the friend you'll be back is it someone we know absolutely my friend not personally but you are aware of his work um... will smith Tell you what, here's a here's a clue that ties in all the topics for today here uh, he might have a different sort of house party Noel Edmonds. Oh my gosh, Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> Noel Edmonds. Yeah, when when Lynn Mama Miranda and Noel Edmonds were having a drink in New York. I would love that friendship. <laughs> oh, great stuff. So, so to be clear, it was Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie came up with the title You'll Be Back, and that is bona fide a fact because it's in uh, Lynn Manuel's book about Hamilton. And the book is called Blobby, Blobby, Blobby. <laughs> I didn't know you liked Hamilton, Dave. You should bring that up in conversation more often. (laughs) Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Lindsay Russell, we love nothing more on this podcast than recycling content mm-hmm. for the listeners. Um, so have you, have you got some quiz questions for us? I've got five million quiz questions for you because what I will say is I'm sick of quizzes. I posted four in the last week and I haven't actually, I haven't actually had a quiz yet that's been hosted by someone else. So I'm 
the quiz master, but I'm growing tired of this title. <laughs> so this will be my last quiz that I give. <laughs> Good. I, I'm glad, I'm honoured that we were here for the final quiz of Lindsay Russell. When you said five million questions, five's enough, okay? Just FYI. Yeah, divide that by a million. Okay, fine. What category do you want? I've got it all. I've got general knowledge. I've got food and drink. I've got celeb. I've got picture rounds here. Sport, I'm not going to do. It's boring. Um, Noel Edmonds, please. Noel Edmonds. <laughs> Do you know what? I haven't got Noel Evans specifically, but I have got... I did a, a great round the other day for the music round, which was called Horrendous Covers That Should Be Illegal. Oh, yeah. Go on, then. Let's go... Well, I'd have to play you music, and I I don't think it would work. No, yeah. You, you are right. Unfortunately. Let's, let's not do that. One that I won't give you guys, but I was incredibly proud of, was the round You OK, Hun. Okay, talk us through that. Well, you know this whole Hun thing that's gone big? Hun's net, love of Huns, all these fab Instagrams yep. of, like... Hun memes. Yes, yes. Don't talk to us like we're granddads, Linda. <laughs> I'm just checking because not everyone's aware of... Because I'm a bit of a hun, aren't I, Dave? You're such a hun. <laughs> I am such a hun. What, what quiz genre uh, topic have you got for us then? What should we go for? Why don't we go for... Ooh, my celebs with coronavirus was a good one. But I'm, I'm just going to give you... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Legally worrying. I'm just going to give you some lovely general knowledge ones and we'll see how you get on. Wonderful stuff. Great. Okay, great. Here we go then. Okay. Question one. Have you got pen and paper, lads? Or are you just going to... No, we're on the same team. Care? Dave and I are on the same team and we're going to say the words out loud. That's the plan. All right. Berkshire, Cheshire, Victoria and Poland, China are breeds of what animal? Cat. Oh, wow. He's straight in there. Gosh. You don't want to confer or you just go? Oh, I don't know. Don't, hang on. Don't do that thing. Oh, this is such a, a quiz crime when people go, yeah, it's cat. It's cat. Yeah, it is cat. Yeah, it's cat. Yeah, I think it, I think it's I'm not sure, actually. It might not be Based cat. on nothing apart from that, I think a Cheshire cat's a thing. That's all I've done. Berkshire, Cheshire, what? Victoria and Poland, China. <laughs> is a Berkshire pig a thing? Berkshire pig. Yeah, it could be. I just don't know. Um, Cheshire cat. Is cat toss um, up on cat or pig, mate? Go. Fish. What? Uh, cat. We'll go for cat. The answer was pig. Oh, Dave. Oh, fuck's sake. Fucking idiot. Oh. You got close. I was quite impressed. Everyone has guessed cat. But, and I say everyone because I've done this quiz so many times now. Okay. Uh, people often go for cat. Yes. Yes. And we did it. We fell into it. But we said pig on the way. The cat trap. Go on then. Question two. Come on. Let's do this. Got another good one. What are you afraid of if you have pogonophobia? And we're spelling that P-O-G-O-N-O-phobia. Pogonophobia. Pogonophobia. P O J. Pogonophobia. Pogo stick is like oh, a bouncing God, thing. So is, like, um, I think I know this one. Oh, go on. I think I know this one, but yeah. if I don't, then I'm just letting them. I th is it something that someone might be afraid of me if if they had it, Lindsay? Yes. Gingers beards. Yes. It's an extreme fear of someone with a beard or wearing a beard. Yes. Yes. Come on. Yes, lads. Smashing <sighs> stuff. Well, finally, we've got a point, Dave. We're up and running. Okay, question three is dump, floater, and wipe are all terms used in which team sport? <laughs> I mean, water sports. I really enjoyed this question. Dump, floater, and wipe. Right. Dump, floater, and wipe. Um, do you know this one, Tom Price? Do you know it? Yeah, I think I do, yeah. Oh, you're smashing it out of the park today, Crib. Um, wow, Crib. What, what over to you, Dave? What do you think it is? I think it's volleyball. Fine. Volleyball. Correct, yes! Dave. Crib, Do you yes. know what each of those 
are, Lindsay? Do you know what do you know what the action is for each of those? Do you know what those mean? I actually don't. Okay, well, that's a fine. If uh, anyone listening does know, then uh, drop us a tweet. You know our Twitter number. Even better, send us a video of what those moves look. I want to know what a floater and a wipe. I want some looks b- beach like volleyball, volleyball videos. Yeah, good idea. Okay, good. Yep. <laughs> Well, so yes, today on the podcast, we're asking send us your dumps, floaters, or wipes. Preferably in a bikini, okay? Remember to hashtag it. <laughs> oh, I've got, oh, mm, I've just got so many to choose from here, lads. Okay, up until recently, which is the only English county without a McDonald's, and by recently I mean because of Corona. Oh, I know this. But which is the only English county without a McDonald's, I am going to give it for two points Lincolnshire. Are you sure? Is that definitely right? So yes. my answer is always, always with this is to go for the world, the UK's smallest county, which is Rutland. But I don't know if that. Oh is... shit! Hang on, it might be Rutland. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Which is in Lincolnshire, crucially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my mate lives, my mate lives in the county where this happened. He, oh shit, he lives in Huntingdon. Wait, hang on, where's Huntingdon? Huntingdon. Yeah, Huntingdon. Are you actually, googling I'm, I'm Huntingdon? I can hear. I can hear the typing. Realised I was totally googling. <laughs> I'm going to stop googling. Oh, it, it might be Rutland, Dave. It might be Rutland. I'm happy to go with either. You, your call. Go for Rutland. Let's go for Rutland. Rutland, please, Lindsay. Rutland is correct. Yes. <laughs> You guys are nailing this. How many questions have we done? Four? We've only got three right, which is livid. The pig the pig saga at the start is really letting us down. This for the holiday. Okay, this for the holiday. Who claimed via an Instagram video just about three days ago to have broken Usain Bolt's 100-metre <laughs> world record by a whopping four seconds? This is the best story of all coronavirus. Britney Spears. An absolute hero. God, it's so good. It's Britney, bitch. That's who it is. It really is. I just could not get my head around that one. The climb down was the best bit because she did two things that immediately undermine each other. One, she deleted the post, which immediately says, oh, I fucked up. And then she went and did another post that was like, guys, I was obviously only joking. You don't get my silly jokes. Oh, you silly, you silly lot, you. But why delete it if it was a silly joke, Brittany? I'd love to know what was going on there. So strange. I've been been concerned about Brittany for a good year now, maybe longer. Her Instagram is is, problematic at, at times and worrying. She does runway, she kind of does runway walks in her big empty house of her in different outfits. Yeah. From like the night, like awful dresses from like the early 2000s. Yeah, it's with weird. With really weird captions. Like, I love butterflies. Oh, uh, that, was, that was unnervingly similar to how she says it. It's that sort of tone of voice. <laughs> Heavily medicated, allegedly. And four seconds, hun. I mean, <laughs> has Usain sort of said anything about this? I assume he's posted his medal to her, hasn't he? <laughs> Congratulations. I'd say it's probably beneath Usain Bolt to comment on that in an official capacity. Though he's got a lot of time on his hands and it would be quite funny. We've all got time on our hands. Let's get him on the show, Dave. Give him a tweet. I'm sure he'll come and do Bolt, it. Let's do Bolt versus Brittany live on Cabin Fever next week. Yeah, they can have a race. Perfect, perfect. An isolation race. Um, lovely quiz there, Lindsay. Thanks, Thanks mate. Lindsay Russell. I enjoyed that tremendously. It's the first time I've met you and it's been an absolute joy. Oh, that, no worries, guys. I mean, I, like I said, I've gone quiz mad. It's all there is to do. I think we all need to come up with different things we can do on House Party, don't we? But having said that, Lindsay, I know you're bemoaning that no one's done a quiz. I'm actually doing a quiz on Friday. You? Which I'd like to take the opportunity. Oh, you hadn't mentioned. Oh, Dave, I didn't know that. It's a plug now. It's, it's you know. No. But I only say it because it's right, it's right up your alley, Lindsay. Uh, your housemate, our mutual friend, uh. has already very much signed up for it. 
So I just feel like you could we could have a nice social occasion on Friday where you play along with my friends quiz at eight PM British summer time on instagram live at fwf pod that's all i'm saying fine yeah so that wasn't a plug that was just a chat that was just a little chat with yeah, all clever. the relevant details that was, that was all it was yeah clever we'll see <laughs> we'll see i'm just dangling a carrot there because i am actually meant to be in another quiz on friday but like i said i'm quizzed out <laughs> don't forget dave don't forget what Lindsay was saying earlier on she doesn't like all the busyness in her diary because things she just doesn't want to do and she can't think of an excuse so she yes, just doesn't exactly. want to be there. <laughs> i'm already in another quiz uh, who's the other quiz tell me who's hosting it and what it's about now immediately quick go ah, okay it's my bristol friends and it's the one that i hosted on friday they promised ah, they'd host okay. another <laughs> i think it might exist it is real and the dress code is dressing gowns which i'm quite excited about i tell you what dressing gown chic the the, the fashion industry has got to start doing all that sort of stuff hasn't it that's going to happen isn't it over this course of this quarantine oh it's good i bought a tie-dye tracksuit yesterday there you go go. you know what i was about to say is that people that make their own version of a thing absolutely nauseate me at home in this sort of time but you know what i did last night guys and i'm gonna leave you on this and i'm just gonna leave you suitably impressed because you know it's very impressive and i've done very well i had fajitas last night and i made my own wraps from scratch what with flour and water oh my gosh yeah like of jamie oliver that's outstanding dave my greatest life achievement. That's all I can say to you. Isn't it funny that when you get this board, you'll just do anything? Like I was considering making it's even pasta making tonight, your own food. Making the pasta. Oh yeah, I might do that. That's a good idea. We can have sort. Of, should we have a little? We could do our own little Bake Off, Linz. Maybe that's what we should do instead of quizzes. Oh yeah, I'm up for that. House party Bake Off. House party cake off Bake Off. Yes, though not cake off because I made banana bread the other day and it looked like a pork pie and I had to bin it. Bloody love pork pies. Were you on the podcast when we were talking about banana bread earlier or not? Me? That was before that was before you joined, right? Yeah. Everyone's making banana bread. That's exactly what we said. Bloody hell. That is that is we've come full circle now and you've really just hammered home that point. You, <laughs> Chrissy Tigan, everyone. Tegan. Chrissy Tegan, Dave. Are you sure it's Tegan? <laughs> I couldn't be sure. I look up to no woman apart from Beyonce more. Yeah, it's a sad end to the podcast, though, isn't it? It's gone so well. <laughs> um, all right, listen, I've got to go because I've got to go have some lunch. Enjoy that. Um, guys, can I just say? Oh, he's, he's searching it. He's searching it. He's absolutely searched it. And in September 17th, 2018, Chrissy Teigen came out and said, guys, stop saying Teigen, it's Teigen. Oh! So I'm leaving you on that. All the best. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm hanging up. I hate this. I'm no. I've got the tweet. I've got the tweet, Russell. I'm sending you right now. The Tegan Tigan no. Wars began <laughs> here on the 1st of April 2020. <laughs> love it. Um, right. Thank you for being on Cabin Fever. We love you. See you soon. Oh, I love you Lots guys. Love. Let's do this again. Yes, please. I've got Come nothing again. else to do. Yes, I know. That's too. <laughs> going mad. Uh, Lots of love. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Cabin FE83709. Oh, oh, oh. Cabin FE83709. Oh, oh, oh. Cabin FE83709. Oh, oh, oh. That's our Twitter name. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.